Poison Rana. Hello. Brayden Harrington here from Poison Rana. If you're listening to this, hey, thanks. And welcome to a little bit of a freebie Friday or flashback Friday. The following show is actually recorded from the summer of 2022 when WWE was celebrating 20 years of Rey Mysterio in the WWE. So this following show might be a little dated. Reminder to follow the, the new socials at Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram. I know you have Instagram. Go hit that follow. We recorded this last year, and we're, we look and rate, review, and dissect the best of Rey Mysterio in the WWE. We thought you, we'd give you this podcast here today for free because we actually just dropped a part two because of Rey going into the Hall of Fame, greatest mask of all time, am I right? We thought we'd give this one away for free because we just dropped part two looking at ECW, AAA, Lucha Underground, WCW, and so much more. So here's this one for free, and if you like it, Go check us out, patreon.com slash poisonrana. Five bucks a month to become a friend. You get access to this, movie reviews, like our Mario Brothers review out this weekend, and so many other podcasts. Go check us out. It's only five bucks and goes such a long way. Connects to your RSS feed and your podcast app, and it's just so simple. So I hope you enjoy this freebie of Best Match Ever, Rey Mysterio. And if you like it, support the boys. But yeah, thanks. Best match ever. We the best. What just happened on the body experience? The biggest match in pro wrestling history. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is great. This is awesome. Mamma mia! Who's that jumping out the sky? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Who's that jumping out the sky? R-E-Y Mysterio. Boyaka, boyaka. 619. Boyaka, boyaka. That's my Pueblo name. name. Ray Mysterio. Nice. Welcome to Best Match Ever. ever. Yes, I'm Brayden Harrington with Davey Portman. Yeah, that's me, Davey Portman. Yeah, and uh, we're here to chat about some Ray Mysterio. This is a show where we rate, review, and go through some of the best matches in pro wrestling. And we've looked at different wrestlers, different gimmicks, and all sorts of different shows and everything. But here, we're here to celebrate 20 years of Rey Mysterio in the WWE. In the WWE, yes. First of all, we just uh, did some brilliant renditions of Rey's entrance themes. Yeah. Uh, Which one do you prefer? Uh... Well, he's got the one that he came in, the the OG rap one. I, I love that one. But then he got uh, Buyaka Buyaka, but it was more like a reggaeton one. And then now he's got like this like remix one I think he still uses. He can use that Pod, right? P-O-D. Now, yeah. um, I like all of them, to be honest. It all works with him. I, I like the first one. I think, yeah, in WWE. I don't I don't mind Buyaka, but I do think like the old one, like it was it was it was cool. Although it says like Make you tap out or something yeah, like that. I don't know. Does, I don't think he's ever, ever won via submission. He ever even used a submission. <laughs> someone fact check for that. Has, has Rey Mysterio ever used a submission? Has he ever and made gotten a, tap out? a win with it? He's yeah. made. He's made Chavo Guerrero. Chavo Guerrero quit okay. in an I quit, I quit match. But but no, know. I want like yeah, like a sharpshooter or an ankle lock. Tap out, like gonna, gonna make you tap out. Oh, 
And it's like, well, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rey Mysterio. Uh, someone who, obviously, everyone knows, even if you're not a wrestling fan. He's the... seem to know who Rey Mysterio is. Dude, I think he's got to be one of the most famous wrestlers to non-wrestling fans, uh, just because his mask mm. is everywhere. And it's gotten to the point where, and I know you can, you can attest to this, you see someone else wearing a completely different lucha mask and someone just goes, oh, it's Rey Mysterio. Any luchador. <laughs> yeah, any, any luchador, luchador, it's Rey Mysterio. Well, we were just at the uh, Super Kick show and yeah. we had a, a luchador match between a, a masked guy and uh, some guy who's in AAA. I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Maybe I can find the card. Uh, but people started chanting Eddie. Like normally you get it, you get yeah. the, the Eddie spot. And the the guy not in the mask just looked and went, Eddie? Eddie, that's not my name. And, and then realized, oh, and you're then chanting. Oh, you're chanting because I'm Mexican? All right. And then did the Viva La Raza. Yeah. And then made sure to let everyone know what his actual name is. Because he's like, cheer me. chanting yeah. himself. Yeah. Uh, but no, you're right. It's any kind of sort of very casual or non-wrestling fans. They see a guy in a mask. They see a Sin Cara or a Kalisto or whoever. And oh, it's Rey Mysterio. Oh, Rey Mysterio. But I, I have been to Mexico quite a few times and just recently visiting. His mask is everywhere. Like going to a, a store that sells like Mexican, you know, hats and uh, like, you know, shot glasses and all this stuff. They would have knockoff Rey Mysterio. I went to like an excursion on this like island where we went traveling around and stuff. Little old lady with a shopping cart selling corn and Rey Mysterio masks for no reason on an island on a beach. I'm like, okay, Rey Mysterio's over. I mean, clearly his family's not getting a dime from these masks. No, <laughs> but it's okay. It's all right. I'm sure he doesn't mind. What I what I find funny is my first kind of uh, exposure to Rey Mysterio was probably around. I'd like to say maybe 2000. Okay. No, it would, be, it would have been 2001, I guess, just before WCW was like over. So right. like, yeah, yeah, kind of end of 2000, beginning of 01. And uh, I didn't really watch WCW yeah. much at all. It was sometimes like some highlight thing on Channel 5. It wasn't very good. Um, but I remember a friend of mine who, he was a WCW guy. I was a WWF guy. Yeah. And he'd always talk about Rey Mysterio and how good he is. So I'd start watching some of his stuff, but we're talking maskless Mysterio oh, yeah. is at the time. Yeah. So it's just weird. Like my first exposure is like, yeah. The devil the, horns. Yeah. The version <laughs> like no one really remembers in, was it filthy animals? Filthy or animals. It was. Bring them back. Um, yeah. So that's, that was kind of my first exposure. And then obviously debuting in Oh two, I yeah. believe uh, on SmackDown. Remember watching that debut. They hyped it up. Really big. He's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I love Rey Mysterio. I know he's been using the, the GOAT. What is it? The GMOAT? The GMOAT. 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 Uh, the greatest mask of all time. And it's I, I actually agree with that sentiment. Like we said, people know what who he is simply because of the mask and everything like that. But uh, when I got into wrestling, and I've mentioned before, I just basically got my hands on DVDs, VHS, anything wrestling I could get, hard drives, whatever people would give me, and that's how I would watch all my wrestling. But when I started getting into wrestling, uh, Rey Mysterio was super hot at the time, obviously. Loved him. Went back and wa- would you know hang out with friends and be like, oh, well, it was kind of like, oh, you haven't seen this match? Well, like, hey, let's mm-hmm. hold on. Let me, let, me, let me dig this. I got this. And then we, he'd throw on Nitro stuff. And 
I would just be like, this guy is amazing. Like he's fantastic. And then getting a little older, my, my younger cousin started getting into wrestling and he was just obsessed with Rey Mysterio. He'd get my aunt and uncle to buy him all the toys, the masks. We even went and did a, we waited at a Toys R Us for like two hours just to meet Rey Mysterio, who is a saint of a human being. If you watch any interview or shoot interview with Rey Mysterio, they're so boring because he's just the nicest guy. He nice doesn't have dude. anything mean to say about anybody. Yeah. <laughs> He'll never say mean things about anybody. So I respect that. I'm also like, you just are a sweetheart. But uh, this show today is just focusing on the WWE career of Rey Mysterio. And I know what you're thinking, but we can tell you right now, we will definitely promise you a part two, meaning covering everything outside. It, it makes it it makes it easier and in a, in a sense more enjoyable because we get to focus on a lot more matches this way. We, we decided to do a similar sort of thing with Shawn Michaels where yeah. we looked at his uh, post, uh, sorry, pre-first retirement and I know we will get around to doing the second part. It just means there's... There's a load more matches we can look at. And, yeah. and I think there are some of these, this list, uh, a lot were during the kind of time I wasn't following the product that I haven't actually seen and wasn't really aware about. It, it's funny putting this list together. You realize a lot of them are hidden gems because they took place on SmackDown or Raw. Yeah. Not necessarily a, a big pay-per-view where it's talked about quite as much. And obviously there are a few ones we haven't got on this list today because we've kind of talked about them quite recently. Um, we've talked about the uh, tag match in two shows, both the Edge show and the SmackDown 6 show, where it's Edge and Ray taking on Benoit and Angle. Yeah, let's, and let's, any iteration of that match is incredible. Yeah, we've definitely gone off about that match multiple times. We think we both say is it's... It the No Mercy one? The No Mercy one, I think, is yeah. one of the best WWE matches just of all time. Tag matches, hands down. So, I mean... Right away, not on this show, because we've covered it so many times. But instantly, you could say, hey, Rey Mysterio put on a, one of his best matches, if not his best match, in that. But we, we definitely touched on it so many times. And, and we've already a, said it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> like, that's definitely a, a five-star match. Yeah. And, and then there's other matches, such as uh, we just talked last month about Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio in the SummerSlam Ultra, that's right. which is amazing. Yeah. And obviously would be included in this list but we talked about it a month ago and similarly i think uh the custody of dominic ladder match is maybe one of his most famous famous matches wwe matches yeah um we've also chatted about that on SummerSlam uh 2005 review and i believe we've talked about his match with eddie at wrestlemania 21 on as our well, wrestlemania our openers. openers uh so there's few matches that are not in the list that you might be going what about this one but it's uh we've talked about it a lot and we can yeah we can kind of comment on the end at the end of the show where we'd sort of maybe place them in our list uh but yeah some some interesting matches we're going to talk about today with a whole variety of opponents yeah like you said there's a lot of this this show that we do where we kind of dissect a person or a, a, a venue or, or an event and all this stuff we kind of like to find some sort of hidden gems and cherry pick some stuff that may be overlooked. And we're definitely going to be doing that. And again, I, I think most of my favorite Rey Mysterio matches are from outside of WWE. So it even is more interesting to kind of look at some of these ones and go, okay, but this one was pretty good too. And you can see why he's such a big, huge star here in WWE. But yeah, one day, you know, maybe we'll give it a year and then finally touch on on all these stuff because I can't wait to chat. There's that would that one's gonna be just as hard. That's why we decided to split it because 
there's just so much. And, and, and his resurgence, like how he came back mm. with his stem cell knees, you know? Well, so he's got a lot going on. Yeah, because he, he had the, the return when he was like teaming with Sin Cara and it, it really felt like he was sort of on the way out. Yeah. Then you had the whole, you know, free Ray stuff because he was just held up in his contract and just appeared on Triple Mania while he's still under contract. Right. And it was all that weird period. But then he kind of disappeared. And when he came back in the Rumble, looked like a completely different person yeah. and had a bit of resurgence. Um, we saw him at All In as well. He's, he did some New Japan stuff. He yeah. did some indie stuff. Like, he literally went... And, and Lucha, Underground. Lucha Underground. Like, he literally did, put his print on everything even years later so it is quite cool that they were celebrating wwe they, they can go oh we're celebrating this of how many years of randy orton and this but like the guy i i think is in the weirdest way because when we're hyping him up is still like under like under or overlooked in in the world we we, we watched an interview of like a you shoot like a while ago and kevin nash is going off like people don't put Rey mysterio in the wrestling uh What's it called? Uh, uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. He's like, Rey Mysterio deserves a spot on that. Like, you need a luchador on that spot, and it should be him. He's the king of yeah. luchadors. And it's like, yeah, he kind of is. So I, I do think, Ray, you know, we do need to put some more respect on his name. I think he's maybe one of the most accessible wrestlers. It, I, I'm trying to think if that's the right word. But to a non-wrestling fan. Like, we, we went, as I mentioned, to, to Superkick the other day with a friend who doesn't watch wrestling. The stuff she enjoyed the most is the luch stuff, the flips, the acrobatics. Yeah. And I, I tend to think if you're not a wrestling fan, when you might be going, oh, this is all fake. But you see people flying around and leaping off stuff and doing flips. It's cool and you appreciate it. Yeah. And then when you add that on top of, as you said, just naturally being a really fucking nice guy. Yeah. But then the height difference. If you look, you go not knowing anything about who these people are. I'd kind of like the little guy to beat the big guy. It's sure. the underdog story, and it's just against anyone. It's it's rare, if ever, that Ray faces anyone smaller than him, you know? Yeah, for, for sure. He, and again, he's very... Non-wrestling fans, definitely, he sticks out. But then the wrestling fans, like, yeah, he's been doing it for such a long time. Even before he got to WWE, he was already like, okay, this guy was amazing. Like, he's, he's such an influencer in this industry. And then his career starts in 2002 in WWE. So, like... Dude's just had his, his, his prints everywhere in wrestling. And, and I can't wait to... I'm pretty sure when I watched Halloween Havoc, that match with Eddie Guerrero, I went, okay, I whatever wrestling is, I'm completely in. I'm pretty sure it had to be one of the matches where I just went, look at these two guys. The one guy is in this crazy outfit, and he's doing all these crazy flips. And it's definitely one of the matches that hit in my head, like, okay, like I love this stuff. And you're kind of right. It's a good way to get the casuals in because there's just a guy in a mask doing flips. It's really cool. But uh, love Rey Mysterio, and we're going to chat about mm. some of his best WWE matches. And hey, give us a heads up down the line for the WCW and other ones when we do that show. But let's talk about WWE. Well, we're going to start with a match that I didn't know this happened um, during my dark period. Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio, not from SummerSlam, but from SmackDown 10th of February 2005 in the Saitama Super Arena in Saitama, Japan. Yeah. SmackDown went over to Japan. Wow, look at that. SmackDown doing a... Sorry, yeah. WWE going over to Japan doing a SmackDown taping in 05. How crazy yeah. is that? And this, this crowd is pretty hype. 
This crowd is hype, and this is the, the main event of the show. It's a quarterfinal match for, to determine the number one contender for the WWE title. And I think right away, just picking these two, I'm sure Japanese fans are aware of Rey Mysterio. Yep. Kurt Angle, um, when, when did he do his New Japan stint? After this? It's, it? it's after, yeah. It's after. But I mean, like, he's but been on TV. So he's been on TV, as an Olympic guy. wrestler, a style that I think Kurt in his peak would definitely suit that New Japan style, you know, kind of strong style, yeah. suplexes, all that. So I, I thought this was an awesome choice to, to yeah. main event. There was a lot of a lot of signs for both wrestlers here uh, in Japan. I mean, obviously, they don't go a lot over there. So I guess the crowd are really excited to go to the show. But it, it would be interesting to figure out, what, you know, the deal of this show. They don't always do this. They don't just go to Japan. They'll do house shows. Mm. It's really common, but... Did that Beast in the East show was yeah. the last like big one. Yeah, did, exactly. Not a lot of them. Uh, Ray comes out with the 619 cam. I didn't know what this was about, but he's just got a little handheld camera. So he's got like a Sony Handycam. Yeah. And he's like, hey, he looks like he's, he's at like a house party. Like, yeah. look, I'm Ray Mysterio. And then shows the crowd and they, they wave. So they grapple up. Ray back elbows Angle, which seems to piss him off. Uh, Ray slides under Angle's legs and starts delivering some punches to the stomach. And then there's a head scissors and drop toe hold from Ray, sending Angle into the ropes. Uh, but the 619 is missed. Um, and yeah, there's this then. It's it's quite, they're going for like a, a wrestling style to start with. Um, and Ray kind of getting the better of Angle. And you just see Angle getting more and more like pissed off by by it. There's a sunset flip from Angle, but rolls Ray rolls through with a drop kick to the face. And then Kurt finally comes back with a huge release belly to belly. Um, which again, because of the the height and size of Ray, he just goes flying. Yeah, he's always stairs. throwing Ray around. Um, Ray then low bridges Angle, sending him to the outside, and follows up with a high cross off the top to the floor. And then Ray runs into the turnbuckle um, and just gets dumped with this other huge release German. Uh, this is where I notice that Angle's lip is busted open, uh, which just makes him look meaner. I think. Yeah, I think it's from that elbow. Uh, Angle is frustrated and just keeps on going for repeated pin attempts. Uh, there's some Olympic-style takedowns on Ray. Uh, just looks great. He's just throwing him around now, manhandling him. Uh, trying to squeeze the life out of Ray with this really tight waist lock. Um, Ray comes back, goes for a moonsault off the second rope, but gets caught and just driven spine first into the turnbuckle. Uh, Kurt then goes for a spear in the corner, but Ray moves out the way, sending him shoulder first into the ring post. There's then a baseball slide into a head scissors on the floor from Ray, um, followed by a springboard seated senton, and then a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker, which gets countered into a crossbody from Ray. Uh, just it's really kind of speeding up now and just going move for move. Uh, there's another counter into a DDT from Ray, followed by another drop toe hold. Ray goes for the 619, but this time Angle catches the ankle and drags him into the middle of the ring with the ankle lock. Yeah. Great counter here from uh, from Kurt. And then eventually somehow turns it into a, like a German suplex, which is like eventually rolling through. Just the nonstop yeah. here, yeah. Um, Angle then goes for the hatchet of Germans, but Ray counters him, sending him into the ropes. This time finally hits the 619. Ray goes up top for the springboard Rana, but gets caught. And then Angle goes for the angle slam, but it gets countered with an arm drag. There's then a leaping Rana from Ray for another great near fall. And then uh, Ray is up in the electric chair, counters it with a victory roll for uh, like a two and a half here. 
And then Ray goes for a wheelbarrow, but gets countered with the Olympic, sorry, the angle slam. The straps come down and the ankle lock is oh. applied. And then angle grapevines legs, causing Ray to tap in 17 minutes, 13 seconds. Damn. Ray Mysterio always coming up short to Kurt Angle was like a theme in, mm. in any time we've watched them wrestle. But I mean, yeah, the styles match so well here. Kurt Angle being a bigger, stronger, more technical, aggressive wrestler and Ray Mysterio doing his best to almost match it still because he does some pretty cool stuff to get out of it, uh, uh, some of these moves. But the angle slam into the arm drag is nuts. This one spot... Rey Mysterio does like a double jump in double jump off something to to jump onto the shoulders to hit him with a Rana. Something wrestlers in today's age it doesn't work that well. Rey Mysterio would do something and you'd never see him do it again. Mm. Sometimes. Sometimes he'd be like, "All right, I'm just going to do that all the time." But he'd pull out some things you'd never see and then it just Well, that oof. he hasn't done for yeah, years. Yeah. And would do it like later in his career and, and like, oh, okay. And and there was there's literally probably a, a metaphor a reason throughout this whole show like every match probably there's something that he does but an example there but like here was this double like d- jump into this run i've never seen it before so i was like all right crazy uh but then the tap out i was like yeah you had to you had to ray i'm sorry but i really like this match hidden gem in fact these two have awesome chemistry and what i love is they don't rely too heavily on the the size difference and i think that's a very easy thing to go with with ray uh, but yeah, as like you he said, gets technical. as you said, he he's wrestling him, and it's almost you see in Kurt's face. It's like, why am I letting this little guy out wrestle me? And that's kind of the frustration. But it's not all just I'm bigger than you, and I'm going to bully you. Yeah. They actually wrestle, and I think it, it works so well. Um, I also love the added layer of the crowd here because it's it's a Japanese crowd, so you're not getting your chance, but you're getting like a really cool sequence comes together and you get the, Ooh, yeah. And that, that sort of Japanese crowd sound, which just makes this feel a little different from their other matches. Uh, yeah, I, I thought, I thought this was really good. Yeah. I mean, recently we did a SummerSlam review where they fought in 2002 at that one. It's a more of a sprint of a match. And in that first minute alone, just is insane. You on that one. But this one feels like a classic, one-on-one encounter they have a lot of time you said it's like 17 minutes yeah i'd probably say i prefer this one it, it kind of feels like it's a bit more of a fleshed out match like mm. not just the hey you get 10 minutes at SummerSlam. it's hey you get to fill the main event of smackdown so uh i kind of got the story was a bit a bit more in depth into this one so i actually really vibed with this uh I, i'd go pretty high on it to be honest i'd probably give it like a four and four and a half just because the Two of, two of the greatest, honestly. Uh, I love any time these guys tangle. We mentioned them in the SmackDown 6 show as well. They've tangled up quite mm-hmm. a few times, but you kind of purposely cherry-picked this match because, A, we've never really talked about it, and it's not really talked about enough. The, the handful of times they've had singles encounters, I'd probably say this is the best one. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, Kurt at, in, at this time was so quick as well. So he could match Ray yeah. with his speed. And it, it must be, I mean, I've seen Kurt saying he's like one of his favorite opponents, but it must be nice to, you know, Kurt's moves are all suplexes and stuff. Well, it's easy on this dude. Yeah, He's light and he's going to make it look great, but also he can flip around me and I'll, I'll try and match him there as well. So uh, yeah, I, you can tell these two just gel together so well. I went four and a half as well. Uh, Dave Meltzer gave this four stars 
and Cage Match. Nice. It's at an eight point three four. Nice. So it's it's got some high ratings. Mm. Again, it's kind of something we definitely say uh, check out because if you haven't. Uh, it's it's up there as a definite little fun match, but I really loved Kurt. I, you know, I love my 2005, mm. the greatest era of professional mm-hmm. wrestling, and Kurt Angle. I mean, just was on another level at this time too. But a really, really fun match to watch back today. Well, we go to another kind of SmackDown Six match here: Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Can you feel the heat? Oh, this is. This is another... Yeah, I don't know this theme. Oh, man. So he had, like, three different versions of this theme. So it's it's when he turned heel. So he had, like, a cell phone ring intro. And then they took this and then made it even more, like, turned it into gangster lean and all this stuff. But, yeah, I mean, we're talking about how Rey Mysterio and Kurt Angle were great opponents, not only in, like, singles and, and all this stuff. But here's the whole... You could do a whole podcast and a whole show and biographies on, on these two, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio being friends in real life for for years and great even better enemies and then having this huge feud that lasted like more than over a year with them being a team and then the dominic stuff so this yeah so this is uh on smackdown june 23rd 2005 and so if i'm right they have the the match at wrestlemania yeah where it's almost like a friendly it's a friendly match they're, they're tag partners at the time they were champions they're too. champions but eddie's pissed off by the loss yeah and then they go into a bit of a feud and eddie turns heel so this is june so he's not kind of uh kidnapped dominic or he's not right yet he's not exposed to the world that he's dominic's true father yet yes Uh, so we're kind of in the middle of the feud here although they're billing this as the blow-off match on smackdown yeah so eddie's still been this giant dick to him like in this feud this was one of my again even people always go it's about dominic and stuff like that but before it, like Eddie was a really good bad guy to him. He was like, uh, I I became your partner because you were my friend before and I was just doing it as a favor. But really, you're holding me down. Beats the shit out of him all the time and just like really like takes it to Rey Mysterio. So Taz and Michael Cole in the, in the beginning of this match throughout it are like, we need Rey Mysterio to get some retribution here. He needs to beat Eddie. He's mm. beat him before. Eddie's mad he didn't beat him. That's how this whole thing started. This is all before the Dominic stuff, which is kind of... Dominic stuff is great because it's really out there, but it's also a little like cartoony ish. You know, it's too weird. It was weird. already good, and it was kind of real. Yeah, right yeah, it yeah. Got... It was already good. Yeah. They just took it to the next like level, I guess. Adding that, but here on June twenty third, this is just them fighting and none of that. Yeah, it's main event of SmackDown. It's at the Convention Center in Tucson, Arizona, and we we see this this just like nasty bruise almost on the kidneys. Of oh, Eddie yeah. from these chair shots that came just the week before or something. So Rey Mysterio is getting some revenge, beating him with a chair. Um, they start off, they, this match has time. So they start off both kind of trying to gauge each other. Uh, Eddie especially is being very cautious because he knows he can get like just caught with a roll up or whatever. So he's he's playing it quite cautious. Um, Ray catches him with an arm drag and you see Eddie looks a little shook. And then Eddie backs Ray into the corner and the ref does the count and separates them. And Eddie makes the clean break and the commentary are kind of selling how, oh, that's surprising. Wasn't expecting that from Eddie. He's sort of playing by the rules here. Ray's lip is just busted open and I don't think they've even, like, grappled. Yeah, yeah, like, barely anything's happened and Ray's already bleeding. Yeah, I don't know if it was, like, from getting shoved away in an elbow there, yeah. but then they go back into more of the crazy arm drag sequences. And I'm like, how is he, how is he bleeding? Did he get hit with a yeah. sling blade or something? What's going on? 
as I said, they're doing uh, just more of the kind of, you know, the, the monkey flicks where you're sort of holding each other's palms and yeah. you're flicking each other off and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we get a slingshot plancher followed by a running leg drop from Eddie for a two count. And then Ray applies the abdominal stretch and just working away. This is where you really see that bruise exposed. And this looks pain. An abdominal stretch is usually kind of boring at times. Yeah, yeah. But when you see it like this uh, with the bruising, it's nasty. It, look, it look pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there's chops from Mysterio. And then Eddie sets Ray on the top rope. And the ref asks for a clean break. But this time Eddie just shoves Ray to the floor. And now from this, the match really picks up. It feels yeah. like Eddie's been trying to, all right, we're going to wrestle here and kind of gauging him, sussing him out. Now he's like, ah, fuck you. Starts slamming his head against the announce table, launches Ray into the steps. Uh, during the commercial break, Eddie just rams Ray spine first into the ring post. And now this kind of changes the match where Eddie's just targeting the back. He applies the gory special, but Ray escapes with an arm drag and then comes back at Eddie, but is hit with a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker, followed by this huge powerbomb for a two-count. Yeah, I love Eddie Guerrero's powerbomb when he would hit it, especially on Rey Mysterio, like smaller guys, where he would like stack them afterwards, yeah. but Ray gets out of it. Uh, now Eddie's getting frustrated and keeps going for a pin, but Ray keeps kicking out. Uh, there's then the camel clutch from Eddie as he's working on the back of Ray. A full Nelson is applied, and you see Ray is starting to fade, but he fires back up with a head scissors, Drop kicks Eddie in the ropes and goes to the 619, but Eddie gets up and just floors him with this huge clothesline, followed by this big backbreaker. And now Eddie keeps on going for the pins again and is getting mad. Uh, Ray tries to fight back, but uh, Eddie's strikes are too powerful here. He's just punching away at him. Uh, Ray finally hits that uh, wheelbarrow bulldog and comes back with some clotheslines of his own and a springboard crossbody. And then... Eddie throws Ray into the corner, and as he charges at him, he eats an elbow from Ray. Uh, Ray then goes up to the top rope, but Eddie crotches him and then hits the three amigos. But the third one gets countered and drop kicked into the ropes. Ray tries the six one nine again, but it's ducked. And now Eddie hits the third amigo, goes up to the top, goes to the frog splash, but Ray rolls out of the way. Ray gets on top of him for a two count. And now uh, the ref starts to count as both are just down on the map. They both get around the eight mark. Eddie goes for another powerbomb, but this time gets Ranad into the ropes. The 619 is hit and followed up with the springboard leg drop. And Ray still has Eddie's number, pinning him in 28 minutes. 28 minutes on SmackDown. Damn, that's a big chunk of that show. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I I didn't get that. I feel like it felt that long uh, watching this match. We had the Some commercial breaks. breaks where you don't see what's fair happening. Fair enough. Right? Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, another great match between the two of them. There's definite like callbacks to a lot of their stuff before, whether it be that Mania match or even all the way back to Halloween Havoc and playing on the story of how they've known each other since forever and how Eddie is basically the one who got Ray into pro wrestling. Uh, so, or sort sort of. And... I feel like it's it's a great little snapshot of this feud that I definitely remember. I, again, this is 2005, right? So I was super into this. I was I was so mad when Eddie turned on Rey Mysterio. If this is 2005, I was probably uh, 14, 13, 14, something like that. And I remember just watching SmackDown when Eddie turned on him, and I screamed at the TV. And my mom was like, "Are you are you okay in there? What's going on?" I'm like. 
Eddie turned on Ray, I'm, and I'm mad, like, watching it. I was like, oh, man, what a bastard. So I was so into this feud. And again, Rey Mysterio beating Eddie was such a good thing. We've talked about this, how it's such an easy trope that, like, this guy, you can never beat this guy. Mm. No matter what, he has your number, and that's just, like, the way it is. Like, that's just such a thing they don't use enough, and they always did it proper with with these guys here. But as this match, as far as this match goes, it's probably a better match than the ladder match that they have. Okay, so, like, I think this is a good match. Um, I do think there's there's something to be said that I don't think they hit the level we thought they would. Sure. With their matches in WWE. When I they agree. take the WrestleMania oh, match, agree, the yeah. ladder match, and this one, it's very good. They're two of the best in the world. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to get a good match. Uh, but, yeah, maybe that, like, Halloween Havoc match is kind of, like you're setting up the bar so high to start. Eddie's also a bit bigger here, so he doesn't. He's not matching Ray quite with, with the, the Lucha stuff like stuff, he did yeah. in the Halloween Havoc. Um, and and I just felt like I did feel the length a little bit on this one. I don't get me wrong. Like I like this match. Yeah. I, I gave it four stars. Like it's a good match. But I just think you you hear in your head Eddie versus Ray, and you just expect it to be like mind blowing. And I, f- I find something watching all these matches back to back. The the reliance on the 619 gets uh, a bit tiring yeah. for me because it's it's kind of contrived anyway. You've got to like kick a guy or drop toe hold him into the, into ropes. the ropes and then he's got to stay there. So when you do it three times in a match where the guy's just got to like wait there right for there, it to yeah, happen, yeah. it gets a bit repetitive and... He said Ray does so many other things as well. Um, I feel that that story in the matches gets a bit tiring for me. Um, That's interesting you say that because I, I think I always felt that as a Ray Mysterio fan. And then, I mean, you go to 2005 when uh, he wrestles at ECW. He does a 619 and they boo him, right? Yeah. They boo him pretty much out of the whole building. And they're like, no, 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 you're not the same guy. You're, you're, you're a little different now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're popular with the kids into the masses and you don't really need to, you know, do that, all that other crazy stuff. You're kind of complacent. And I would say from 2005 onwards till, till years later, he's still kind of just not like quite the, the same. He's got little patches in his career that we'll definitely get to. But I agree. This is nowhere near my favorite Rey Mysterio match, but it is a cool little snippet of what was going on before that ladder match that everyone always seems to like talk about. But when we've watched it back, it's really fun. It's really entertaining. Where the fuck is Vicky? But the wrestling doesn't hit as well. I'd say they are they are completely hitting on the sports entertainment though. Like yeah. the, the storytelling the in all these the near falls at the end, like I was really getting into yeah. uh, and the crowd are when mad. Ray gets the win, the crowd erupts. And the Eddie kind of smiling at the end. Yeah. Like, oh, man, you got my number again. Like, I thought it was pretty cool. But maybe it's a shame that Mania match is on a Mania because you, it's the opener and probably could have done with a bit more time. But having two baby faces against each other with their styles, I think actually works more than Eddie yeah. here. He's got to be more of the aggressor and the bully and means he doesn't get to do some of the like funner <laughs> stuff he does if that makes sense it's true yeah um but yeah uh what would you give this one i would go with the four as well actually i i really liked it but it didn't hit to like an all-time classic but like you said the crowd here they got into the emotion especially if you were following the story you're like nah ray's gonna beat you again eddie no matter what you do 
The story then goes on is Eddie's so mad and Ray Mysterio's like kind of like fuck off like I beat you beat and you. then he's like no I'm going to make your life hell and then reveals the the truth about Dominic mm-hmm. so yeah uh, still still really fun to go back and watch this cuz I really I I was younger watching but Eddie as a heel was is so good and uh unfortunately his career got cut short because the next match we'll talk about is an Eddie Guerrero tribute match yeah. so yeah uh, Cage match had this one at 8.67 and Meltzer a four. Um, yeah. And then we go to Raw from November 14th, 2005, which is the Eddie Guerrero tribute show from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And it's Shawn Michaels taking on Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I mean, everyone remembers when Eddie Guerrero died and every wrestling fan was really uh, hit by that if you were watching around the time. And I mean, wrestlers today, every single fucking match, everyone's doing an Eddie Guerrero tribute spot. So yeah, we, we need to stop it. <laughs> they need to we calm need down to, on it. That's not a slight of Eddie Guerrero in no. the, at all because we know he's one of the best. But yeah, uh, real unfortunate. And then they did the Monday Night Raw special. Uh, the tribute show to Eddie with all the, the wrestlers and the 10 bell salute and every, salute and everything. But they had a bunch of matches on that show. And I'd say this was the biggest match from that show and kind of something a little bit special. And I'd say it's probably one of the big moments of Rey Mysterio just full stop is having this little ditty with Shawn Michaels. And it's a dream match because it had never happened. And the rumor going for the months later for WrestleMania 22 was that Sean was supposed to face Eddie Guerrero. So that's kind of why they decided to do this match. And I, that is just one. I just go, man, could you imagine that? Give them 30 minutes at a WrestleMania and they would tear the place down. Yeah. That like Like, that just sounds so good. Not even just the, not even just the match, but like two months of promos from Sean, like Sean, clean baby face, Eddie, dickhead Eddie. That I, dude, just give me all the money. You can have both lean into the dickhead. Yeah, side exactly. They're work, both kind of both like, ah, but we like you either way. You're yeah. really good at, at both, but like you can go either way. But we have this here where obviously Eddie and Ray being big friends and the story and all that stuff, Sean stepping in to have this match with Ray on Monday Night Raw. And they start by just kind of classic wrestling here. They're exchanging wrist locks. There's leapfrogs and hip tosses. Uh, and then the speed really starts to pick up. Uh, Sean starts delivering these, like, repeated headlock takedowns. Uh, Ray goes for a drop kick, but Sean holds onto the rope. So Ray just kind of eats shit here. Uh, Ray comes back, though, with a springboard seated senton. Uh, Sean starts delivering some chops. And then goes for a backdrop, but Ray pulls up and just kicks him in the head, sending him into the ropes. Uh, but Sean bails before he can be hit by the 619. But Ray decides to go for the 619 anyway, but to the outside. And Sean ducks this, but then gets hit with a Pescado immediately after. I thought this sequence yeah, was. Really uh, this is when like the sequen- the 619 stuff worked for me. Yeah. Like, all right, well, I'll hit it to you on the outside. And yeah. then... Uh, the speed here was was really cool. He can be creative with it. Sean then starts to work on the back, hitting a backbreaker, starts wrenching the neck of Ray. Um, Ray catches Sean with a tilt-a-whirl head scissors, followed by a springboard crossbody. And now Ray starts kicking away at the the legs with some pretty vicious kicks here, and then does the Viva La Raza, the Eddie shimmy, um, drop kick to the knee, drop kick to the face. Sets up the 619 again, but Sean avoids it and delivers a big clothesline. Now Sean goes up to the top, drops the elbow, starts to tune up the band, 
goes for the sweet chin music, but Ray ducks it and hits the head scissors, sending Sean into the ropes. This time connects with the 619 and follows up with the springboard leg drop and pins Shawn Michaels clean in 13 minutes, 22 seconds. Shawn Michaels lost to Hulk Hogan in 05, clean. Yeah. And he lost to Rey Mysterio in 05, clean. He also lost to Kurt Angle in 05, clean. I, I feel he'd have had less of an issue with this one than the Hogan one. <laughs> I think so, yeah. too. I think there's no issue there whatsoever. Uh, Kurt, I don't know. There's that story of Kurt being like, hey, I... I, I just saw one of your matches. You're, you're pretty good. And Sean like, yeah, I'm Sean Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the story there is Kurt's like, I want a gold medal. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, cool. But you know Shawn Michaels, right? He's on TV. And Kurt's like, what the f- – what do you mean? I'm just one uh, – yeah. Uh, this this is like a 13-minute match or something yeah. like that. You said it's not the it's not the legendary WrestleMania dream match all-timer thing. But it has, if not one of the most important kind of backdrops on it. Like, you know, people always talk about the Owen Hart tribute match between Bret Hart and Chris Benoit. And I get the same vibe when I watch this one. I have not watched this one in quite a while. I can't recall the last time putting this one on. And again, I wouldn't say this is the best match ever. But I was in all the feels watching this from front to back. You have them both hit like popular moves that they do you tease sean's gonna be like nah sorry i don't care about eddie he's, he's not being a dick mm-hmm. he's not being a heel whatsoever but he's, but he's basically to win but he's basically like i'm gonna win a match yeah. i need to beat you and that's all you need to do in wrestling sometimes so that definitely obviously the the like the little parameters here with being eddie guerrero tribute show makes it just a bit more special and that's why 13 minutes just fine just great For, yeah i mean we have seen like with the Brian Pillman tribute show as well. You often get these really good friendlies yeah. almost. And it's it's not going to hit that level that if it's uh, some sort of heated feud on a big, uh, big pay-per-view or whatever. But it's almost... It's almost dirty if you do that on these kind of shows. Exactly. So I think this works. It's very... I don't want to say by numbers because their numbers are great because yeah, yeah. they're two of the the best but there's nothing kind of that like new in this match i'd say either yeah it's both both people kind of doing their stuff but it's it's really enjoyable it's, it's really enjoyable it's to the, watch yeah the few times you get to see these two tangle up is yeah. there only singles no so i was i was just remembering because i watched it back today i'm like i remember ray mysterio knows how to take a sweet chin music really well why he didn't take it in this match so i had to google it and they fought again in 2010 Okay, and uh, I'm remembering that match is pretty sweet too. So that's was definitely that just another a Raw one as well. I think it was a SmackDown. Okay. So uh, yeah, they've only fought twice in singles matches, maybe tags and stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, it ended with I think Undertaker coming in at the end afterwards. Okay. He was feuding and stuff. But honestly, this this Eddie tribute match is definitely a little hidden gem. If you have not, obviously, you should see this match. But um, I'd, I'd go pretty high in it just because of the feels. I'd go four and a half. It's 13 minutes of just Rey Mysterio and Shawn Michaels fighting. Mm. What else can you want if you're a wrestling fan? I was still a four with this one. Uh, cage match an 8.33. But yeah, it's a real like nice feel-good yeah. moment. Like, if you're there live as well, you're going you're gonna to love this. The one time where Eddie spots make sense, where <laughs> you're doing the, the, the shimmy and stuff, because now everybody just does it. We go to our next match, which is we're hopping forward to 2009 here. 
uh, and it's a intercontinental championship match, but it's title versus mask. Rey Mysterio versus Chris Jericho at the Bash, the Arco Arena, Sacramento, California, on the 28th of June, 2009. Yeah, so this was a pretty big feud back in the day. Uh, Rey Mysterio, again, we kind of skipping some some years here, but Rey Mysterio's been, he he's a guy you could put a feud with any bad guy. He's never a heel in WWE. That's, we did not mention that. Rey Mysterio's never been a heel in WWE. Yeah, I he's one of the guys where I'm like, I don't think he ever should be. Yeah. It would be interesting to see, it would, but like, yeah. why? Why would you make this guy a heel? Yeah. So in in 2009, here Rey Mysterio and Chris Jericho have this feud where Jericho's like the 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 what the guy in the suit essentially. He's really smart. He's really dickheady. He's he's beating up Rey Mysterio. I think in one of the best SmackDown, one of my favorite SmackDown moments is when Rey Mysterio. They showed in the promo for this match where he's doing his entrance and you know Rey Mysterio always goes up to the kids and puts his, his head yeah. up against the kid and like says something like you little piece of shit or something like that. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. And it's actually Jericho is pretending to be a kid and decks him and beats the shit out of him. I remember watching like, whoa, that is so good. Why has no one yeah. done that? Great stuff. And then in return, uh, Rey Mysterio did it to Jericho. Like Jericho, uh, sorry, Rey sat with a load of kids, kids dressed as Rey. <laughs> And then beats the shit at him and then hides again with the kids. And no one ever... It's like the Joker in The Dark Knight. It's great. Uh, I, I loved this feud so much. And, I mean, if you've gone back to... Outside of WWE, they've had some history before. But all these years later, they've had a bunch of matches. So we didn't want to just go through, like, three of them. Because I, I feel like there's three real solid matches in this Is 09 feud. Is it the Extreme feud. Rules one where it's the 619 where Jericho takes the mask yeah. off? And I, again, what a finish. I mean, yeah. now we see it all the time. But when that happened, I lost my mind. Jericho's talked about it as well where they uh, they didn't want it to be done. Like yeah. He pitched this idea and Vince or whoever was like, no. Because that, that, like, the room for error there if you don't time it well. So I think he said something like, I'm going to, we're going to do it 10 times. And we get 10 out of 10 we're doing it right it was something along those lines okay they nail it they show the replay before this match yeah it's it's so good yeah i I remember losing it when that spot happened and again like jericho i think is one of the most creative minds in the industry but whenever he tied up with Rey mysterio it seemed uh it seemed they had some chemistry honestly i i do and hearing some stories from Rey mysterio talking about chris jericho he says that Years ago, when Jericho traveled to Mexico to do wrestling, he he was on the, some cards with Eddie and Art Bar. But Rey Mysterio, who started wrestling when he was like what, like six? When he was nine, fourteen, he was already on shows. He was with Eddie, and Jericho is like, "Hey, like kid, like can you get out of here? Like we're hanging out." And Eddie's like, "No, no, no, like he, he's he's Rey Mysterio Jr. Like he's our he's our he's our boy." And he's like, "This is a little kid. Like what do you? <laughs> why are you grown men hanging out with a little kid?" And they're both like, no, 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 like, Chris, like, trust me, like, this kid's going to be something someday. And then fast forward all these years later, and they're meeting here, yeah. and Rey Mysterio's like, what, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I'm going to beat you up. So Jericho just goes after the mask immediately, and Mysterio's fighting off with elbows. Uh, Jericho's just chatting so much shit here. Um, like, but you think you're the greatest luchador? And all stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And this is title V mask, which is not always done in WWE because not a lot of people wear masks in WWE. Uh, Mysterio goes for a baseball slide to the outside, but gets caught 
and just swung headfirst into the barricade. This looked nasty. Uh, Jericho goes to the mask again, but Ray comes off the top with a seated senton. Ray then sidesteps Jericho, sending him to the outside and hits the crazy seated senton, but this time from the top to the floor and looked a bit of an awkward landing from Ray as well. Because yeah. it was so tight against the barricade on this move where it could have kind of really messed up his knees here, but looks awesome. Uh, he follows up with a springboard crossbody for a two. And then there's a head scissors sending Jericho face first into the turnbuckle. Ray then hits this crazy double jump like Arabian moonsault. Holy. Here, which, again, one of those moves we, we know Ray can flip about, but we don't really see him do this much. And we yeah. don't really see him do the double rope jumps, at least in WWE, I would feel. So he springs off one, then Arabian presses off the other side of the ropes and then moonsaults. But because he's doing it in such, like, it's so fast. Yeah. So he's hitting Jericho. He lands right on him, knee to the face, I think, too. Looks great. Uh, Ray then goes for a springboard moonsault, but gets caught into a power slam from Jericho. Um, Ray then goes up top for a moonsault, but it's only a two. This one off the top rope. Uh, Jericho then just catches Ray uh, from like a Rana attempt into the walls of Jericho. But Ray escapes. And now Ray starts just drop kicking at the legs of Jericho, sets him up for the 619, but Jericho comes out of the ropes with a big clothesline. Um, Ray then goes up to the top for a top rope Frankensteiner, but Jericho turns it into a powerbomb and puts his feet on the ropes for the dirty pin, but Ray still kicks out. Uh, Jericho then follows up with the lion salt, but misses it. And then Ray hits the like Rana pin combo, uh, but Jericho kicks out of that. Uh, Jericho gets sent into the ropes again for the 619, uh, but gets right up and applies a torture rack to Ray, which gets countered into a satellite DDT. Uh, just a great sequence here. Uh, Ray then goes for a springboard, but gets met with the code breaker. This has to be one of the best ones. He does this in AEW nowadays, and it doesn't look as clean as this yeah. one. Holy, he absolutely murders Ray Mysterio here. And Jericho just doesn't go for the cover right away, like gives it a couple of seconds yeah. to allow Ray to kick out from the code breaker. Right. And especially here, like this was his finish. Yeah, this was breaker. his move. Yeah. So wouldn't have been kicked out of a whole lot. So great near fall here. But he like the way it hits, like this one's a hard move to make it look good. I think when you're doing it like this, when you're catching someone, yeah. it, it's kind of like silly. But when he hits it like this, it looks serious. Uh, Jericho then goes to the top rope Frankensteiner, but Ray holds onto the ropes, causing Jericho to fall off. He then kicks him into the ropes, hits the 619 successfully this time, goes for the West Coast pop, but gets caught and dropped into the walls. And Ray's just struggling to get out of this, manages to roll out. Now they're both rolling back and forth with pin attempts, and Jericho rips the mask off of Ray. But he learnt his lesson, and he's wearing another mask underneath. A backup mask. Backup <laughs> mask. Jericho's confused, gets drop kicked into the ropes. The 619 is successfully hit again, and Ray follows up with the springboard splash to pin Jericho in 15 minutes, 42 seconds, thus winning the Intercontinental Championship and retaining his mask. Wow, what a match, and what a finish again. Like, you're also, we were just complimenting the creative between these two with that finish from the other match. It's like, well, how could they top that one? Well, now, 
Ray Mysterio is going to be more. You're going to be one step ahead of Chris Jericho. So it's like, oh man, this is some good stuff. This is little things that do so much to elevate not only like stories but the matches itself. I have not watched this back since watching it the first time, and now I understand why people are always like, "Oh, but that match at the Bash is so good." I was like, "Yeah, it is. It's great." But I haven't watched it back, and I absolutely loved it today. Uh, so much great chemistry between them, like the the, the near falls and the counters. Like you got to be able to trust each other. And you said they practiced things before. They clearly have practiced some things because they were on money with some of these spots that aren't so easy to to hit, like like that code breaker. But yeah, this is an awesome match. There's so there's so much good stuff because Jericho's not the biggest guy, especially in 09. Mm. But he's doing like power moves on Rey Mysterio, so it's almost it just it works so well. Rey Mysterio is just is the most versatile opponent for people. What I like with this match, uh, I thought the pacing was really good, and it, it felt like Jericho was trying to match Rey's speed rather than the other way around. Yeah. I felt the Sean and the Eddie match, Rey was kind of going a bit more at their speed, whereas Jericho was relentless here and not necessarily like sprinting around and doing flips but he was just on ray the whole time there was never really any like dead space in this match i thought whilst also telling uh a really good story that that kind of open right away just swinging him into the barricade was awesome uh just jericho playing such a good heel here for ray um no this this was really good honestly it makes me want to watch back the the other ones as well but i do remember being this one with the like it's almost like a double fake out finish where he's got like the mask like the mask with almost like the the exposed head yeah different mask thing such a creative finish but there's some great stuff in here and like we said ray mysterio is hitting some stuff that he wasn't hitting in 03 and when we were watching him here so it's like 09 he had a bit of a like a research like I guess his knees were okay in 09, not coming back from something. Was he, like, was there an injury or anything? He's been because... away here and there and stuff. Like, right. It's always been his knees, right? So that's yeah. still has been his big issue. But, yeah, what a match, man. This is a, this is a classic. Jericho and Ray should be super proud of this feud because I was super into this feud. But this match, I think, is the kind of big blow-off for that feud. And I'm happy we watched this one i do remember this one i'd go pretty high with it i don't know if i'd give it a full five it's pretty creative finish i'm not going that high no. but i'd definitely say a 4.75 coming from me all right i went four and a half for this uh Meltzer also gave four and a half cage match uh might be the highest one today it's a 9.31 uh so yeah yeah a lot of people going high on this one um i do think you've got to we're seeing a lot today with jericho just how versatile he is and how he tries to adapt his style yeah. to his opponent um he's one of the best at it i think people always forget that too yeah and, and we've been saying about Rey mysterio as well like he, yeah. when he matches people he can he can do that really well but yeah awesome awesome match and just a great uh that, there, there's a whole thing about the feud i'm sure with that thing but jericho in the suit and talking smart at that time was great um 2009 is quite the year for Ray. He's he's IC champion for a lot of this year. Yeah. In a couple of reigns, I think. Yeah. Um, and this builds to a non-title match on SmackDown on the 5th of June 2009 at the FedEx Forum in Memphis. It's IC champion Ray Mysterio taking on the world champion, Edge. Yeah. And former friends. Former friends, former partners. Former champions together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these two clearly friends in real life after being friends in tag team because they've had always had backstage interactions and stuff. But fast forward where Edge 
became the guy. He became the multiple-time champ. Here he is as the world champ. And Rey Mysterio, champ, re-champ here on a SmackDown. Uh, I've Again, I've probably watched this match once and never watched back, but hidden gems indeed, because this is a little ditty here. Uh, it is, yeah. Um, as you said, they're, they're kind of history as well. You, you kind of, you're hoping for something good here. Um, early on, Edge just grabs Ray and slides him. We see... Ray does this baseball slide splash. We see him still yeah, use today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Edge just launches his, him. And Ray manages to roll through from it, which I thought looked pretty cool. And lands on his feet. Lands on his feet, but turns around and Edge has already followed up with the baseball slide. Oh. I thought this was such a great way to start this match. Again, when, is Ray Mysterio, when have I watched Ray Mysterio do this? Yeah. Where he's got monkey flipped over some steps and like somehow landed on his feet like nothing? So yeah, Sorry, yeah, that's yeah. the next bit. So oh, Edge, okay. Edge has come out. So Ray's like, oh, look, I landed on my feet and turns around and eats the baseball slide. Yeah. But then... Ray, this is where he flips over the steps. It's nuts. And drop kicks the steps into Edge and then leaps off them with a seated scent onto the floor. Uh, just great start to the match here. Uh, they're rolled back in the ring and there's this massive big boot from Edge just taking Ray's head off. Uh, Ray comes back with a tilt well head scissors and then Edge goes for a sunset flip, but Ray rolls f- through and drop kicks him in the face. Um, there's then a Rana from Ray for a close near fall. They start both trading these pin attempts here. And then Edge just pops Ray up in the air. And we used to see as the tag team, like yeah. Ray would, uh, Edge would pop Ray up into yeah, like yeah, a yeah. seated senton on someone or whatever. But he just pops him up in the air and Ray comes down with this huge X factor. Yeah, just face falling buster. from the sky. It looked great. Um, Ray then leaps off the top with a Rana sending Edge to the floor. And then follows up with this great-looking Tope Suicida, where he got a lot of speed here. Um, springboard leg drop from Mysterio for a two. And then Ray counters Edge again with a DDT for a two. Goes for another springboard, but this time gets caught by Edge in a powerbomb. And Edge applies the sharpshooter. Ray's struggling to get out. He manages to get out and throws Edge into the ropes. Um, goes for the 619, but it gets blocked and counted into a backbreaker from Edge. Uh, Ray goes for another, sorry, Edge goes for another backbreaker, but Ray rolls it through for a schoolboy for a two and follows up with an Enziguri, this time connecting with the 619. And then Ray goes for his springboard splash, but Edge moves out of the way and follows up with the spear to put Rey Mysterio away in 19 minutes, 9 seconds. Ah, so Edge beats his former friend with the spear. Yeah, this almost felt like a friendly competition, even though Edge was, I'm pretty sure, a heel at the time. so, yeah. But he wasn't doing anything over-the-top mean, so... No, there wasn't any cheating or, like... He won clean. He so. won clean. Um, yeah, I really like this. It had some great near falls and, again, great chemistry. You mentioned, obviously, when Edge would do the moves with Rey Mysterio. So he knows how to handle this guy really well because all these things with Rey- Is Edge the original base god? Because, like, Edge okay. used to be real good at yeah, handling dudes like that. Yeah, I got that in my notes here yeah, where yeah. <laughs> Edge is kind of unique and especially against someone like Rey because – you forget how tall Edge is. Yeah. And you notice it more today when people in general are, are smaller. But in this era, Attitude Era, where you've yeah. got your Undertakers, your Canes, your Big Shows, all of them, you yeah. don't really think of him as a tall guy. And especially because he's quite athletic, whereas the big guys 
for time would be like just lumbering around. Yeah. So they, they're not really playing a David versus Goliath story here where you look at them in height-wise, it absolutely is. For sure. Um, but it means Edge can do all these fun stuff using his height with Rage, just yeah. launching him so high in it's the a air. a good base. Um, and a really good base for him. Um, which, and I, I especially like the beginning of the match here with the stuff on the outside. I thought it was quite creative. Yeah, I would I would be happy if I was at this SmackDown and got to see this main event because I thought it was pretty fun. Um, I'd probably go I'd probably go four, but I liked I I'd probably go just a little higher just because I enjoy both of these wrestlers. So I'm going to say four point two five. I went for a four, but I kind of would grade it above the other fours I've given. I I enjoyed this one more yeah, yeah. than like the Eddie match. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd give it the same rate. I'd give it a four too. Um, cage match has it at, at an 8.58, but yeah, definitely a, a little hidden gem here. Yeah. Another SmackDown from 2009. Did Meltzer give this one a rating? No. Okay. Cause it's taped. Sometimes he know, does. Sometimes he j- did he watch the TV that week or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the next match I'd say is a bit of a hidden gem as well. Not really a name I thought we'd be necessarily talking about, but I saw it on a few lists. So put it on here. It's, Rey Mysterio versus John Morrison for the Intercontinental title on SmackDown on September 1st, 2009 at the Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. Hmm. Um, was Morrison relatively new at this point? When did he join the company? No, no, no. He was, I mean, he was uh, Johnny Nitro for a long time. And then in ECW, he became John Morrison. But then like when this era of SmackDown... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he was there for quite a while. 2004. But, but then he, he did the stuff with The Miz, and then when he broke away from The Miz and became like a babyface, I'd say he was a good, hot babyface mid-carder. He was putting on some pretty good matches uh, and kind of getting over. Where People were like, okay, like down the line, if this goes, you could, you're could you probably going to evolve into a future world champ, uh, really. Got you. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking here. So this is this is quite close after the like the split with Miz and Morrison's kind of now a baby face yeah okay so kind of because yeah it felt like there was some freshness to his character here so that's yeah. why i was like when did he debut and he wasn't playing like the dickhead miz kind of one so so it's yeah. the crowd is starting to get on his side a bit the crowd are cheering for him yeah. yeah um they start it's it's baby face versus baby face here there's a bit of sportsmanship with a handshake at the beginning and then just really quick start from both guys here obviously morrison having his sort of uh, unique parkour style. Uh, they're just ducking each other's moves. They're they're rolling up each other for pins. There's different combos from the guys, just counter for counter. Uh, Ray rolls up Morrison's uh, Morrison with this head scissors, sending him to the floor. Um, Ray then goes shoulder first into the ring post, allowing Morrison to roll him up for a two. And then Ray does this tilt-a-whirl satellite, just spinning around Morrison's body. Again, similar to Edge, like Morrison has a bit of height to him as yeah, well. So yeah. good base here for Ray. And Ray just like whizzing around this guy. Oh yeah, this is the one where you the guy runs from behind you. We've seen a lot of luchadors do this where you, you run and then you head scissor and you usually you let go and the guy goes flying. Yeah. But then sometimes you do it like another rotation. So here he does like full two rotations around Morrison's body before finally giving him the, the, the Rana here. But yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah, look great. And then there's this big buzzsaw kick from Ray, followed by an Arabian moonsault for a two count. Uh, this was more the classic Arabian moonsault. This was the split-legged moonsault, yeah. like the RVD one almost. Uh, Ray then hold it, 
this bit's pretty creative. Ray's just holding Morrison's arms behind his back, kind of stretching the back here. Yeah, almost like a surfboard. And Morrison does a front flip uh, to kind of get out of the, the wrist lock. But in doing this front flip, he kicks Ray right in the face to break the hold. Sending him flying back. I yeah. thought it looked awesome, and I'm surprised we haven't seen people do this more. JR, on commentary, because it's SmackDown 2009, mm. loses his mind here. He's like, credit where credit's due. I've never seen that before, and that was one of the most innovative counters for a move. It's basically a mule kick, but no one... Double. If, yeah. if you're not like Morrison, you can't do that, because like, there's, there's a thing called gravity, but this guy just is... Jumping, kicking Rey Mysterio, and somehow getting out of so that. So it's a front, thing. yeah, front yeah. somersault to get out, which makes sense because you see the single wrist lock. You yeah. do the the roll through yeah. to get out of it. So. No, it looks great. Unfortunately for Rey Mysterio, he ate this. He, oh yeah, this, I don't know. You can see blood and spit flying out of his mouth when he gets. Oh hit yeah, in the this mouth is out. right in the <laughs> right looks, in the mouth. It looks so good. I actually rewound it because I, I really thought the spot was creative. Morrison then follows up with a standing shooting star press for a two count. And then launches Ray under the bottom rope to the floor with that sort of classic Ray baseball front slide here. Uh, They're now both trading roll-ups. Ray gets Morrison into the ropes of the 619, but Morrison gets out of it. Now they're both running the ropes and they cross body at the same time. Uh, Ray drop kicks uh, Morrison's leg, sending him to the outside and then launches himself through the ropes with a head scissors to the floor. Um, Ray follows up with the springboard leg drop for a two. Morrison wheelbarrows Ray, and Ray normally would follow up with the bulldog, but just gets face-planted here. And Morrison follows up with this shining wizard, but Ray kicks out. Yeah, he had a great one. He sometimes uses it as a finish, I think, with the running shining wizard. Uh, There's then a springboard crossbody from Morrison for a two. Seated dropkick from Ray. Morrison then sets up for starship pain, but Ray moves and hits a springboard seated senton. Followed by the head scissors, sending John Morrison into the ropes. You know what's coming. It's the 619. But Morrison is able to duck the follow-up springboard and a, delivers a disaster kick to Ray for a two. What did he call it? Was it a disaster yeah, kick? Yeah, he had a name for this too. I was trying to remember. I was trying to hear what they were calling it. But yeah, his, his looked always pretty sweet. Uh, Morrison hits a tilt-a-wall, goes for Starship Pain, but Ray goes up the top after him. And then Ray goes to hit an avalanche poison Rana. Yeah. But Morrison holds onto the rope, sending Ray falling to the mat and allowing Morrison to follow up with Starship Pain, defeating Ray Mysterio and winning the IC title in 25 minutes, 18 seconds. Yeah, I mean, what an upset. What a shock here where Ray Mysterio gets blocked off that poison Rana off the top, which would have looked insane, but... As he gets dropped, that starship was one of the one times it looked good. One of the one time it hit. Mm. He 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 usually hits the spinning. The spinning's not the the issue. It's how you land on the on person. <laughs> yeah, landing on them and actually making it look like you hurt the person. Whereas he looked like he actually landed on Rey Mysterio in this one. So I'd say it was probably one of the better starship pains. But yeah, what a what a great like match. Not only like the high flying, but Morrison can do all that and match like some of the like the flipping stuff the the balance to do some of these things the, the escaping moves with the the mule kick Rey Mysterio with the double rotation thing it just looked like they were having a blast out there you know beating each other up so great hidden gem i don't i don't even know if i've i remember watching this i must have i was watching uh, at this time but 
Great little one here with Rey Mysterio and John Morrison. I was always a John Morrison fan. I do think his promo skills is what kind of was his his drawback to kind of being the guy there for a little mm. bit. Not just the guy, just being highlighted a bit more. Whereas The Miz was the weaker wrestler, but had way more of a personality that helped him like go to the WWE title. I feel though, like you look, and and I'm talking kind of my dark years of yeah. like 05 to 13. But I, I feel you could have still gone with Morrison. I think so. Yeah. Like, I don't think when he came back, like, yeah, there's, there's a ceiling and sure. you're not there. And especially when you started seeing um, like your, your old people coming back, like, you know, rock coming back and sure. things like that. But I think around this time, when you think you give swagger has a title run, uh, you've got the two world titles, um, I think you could have had a gone with Morrison, or at least being like, let's test the water, see him as a champ for a couple of months. Yeah, I always thought that, uh, especially when he was in this time frame afterwards with The Miz and put on TV. He had great TV matches, like with a lot of different people. So uh, I, I do think that there was some opportunity there. But the unfortunate thing is, anytime he his promos were definitely mm. not the the greatest. But uh, really, really fun match here. I, I really like this. I didn't expect to like this as much as I did. Like going into this, I didn't think I'd be saying I preferred the match with John Morrison over Edge, Eddie and Sean. But I did. Yeah, I, I me thought too. this was one of the, the better matches we're talking about. I think just their styles are, it was like pinball at times. Just both were just bouncing off each other. Yeah. Hitting cool looking shit. Um, some really fun near falls at the end. And even though this is what 13 years ago surprising finish for me i wasn't expecting morrison to win here and i was like oh okay was the the kick he did the flying chuck kick maybe is that what they called it the flying cuck kick maybe yeah yeah weird uh i went four and a quarter for this one yeah i'd go four and a half for this one yeah i i really got into it and one of the one of the good smackdown smackdown was killing it in 2009 i mean ray mysterio was having a great 2009 this is the third match We've mentioned from 09. He had some great ones here. Uh, I thought this was fun. Yeah. Um, Cage Match gave this an 8.84. And Meltzer gave this four and a quarter. He did rate this Nice. Okay. He liked it. Um, No, pretty good. I I enjoyed this one today. We go forwards 10 years from 2009. Rey Mysterio did nothing between 09 and 2019. Did you know that? Well, I mean, I have some other notable moments All right. for Rey Mysterio in these times. Uh, we had, I mean, we skipped ahead, but I mean, he debuted in WWE when he fought, what, Chavo Guerrero in, in 02. Okay. When, when Taz is like, you see that, Cole? It's the 619. And then Rey Mysterio later on is like, actually, uh, we're going with 619. And he's like, all right, from now on, we're going to call it that. Uh, we we, we, we kind of glossed over the cruiserweight division, Rey Mysterio being the champion. He had a great little match with uh, a lot of people in that division, Jamie Noble a bunch of times, but Matt Hardy at WrestleMania 19, I always loved that one. Um, we had Rey Mysterio win the 2006 Royal Rumble from coming in right at the beginning. I mean, that is, is probably one of his biggest accomplishments. Not only winning that and then winning the title at WrestleMania 22 against Kurt and Randy, the match itself, we didn't put it on the list. Of course, it's, it's his biggest moment, but it's not really the, the best match. Watching at the time, I was younger, and I was like, man, why are they shoehorning Randy into this? Like, it should be that rematch. I think that's because there was something I wanted to bring up yeah. about Ray, and it's 
I don't know if connection is the right word, but I don't think he's ever had that. Like, even though he was the champion, he did the rumble from the bit. That's the biggest story. But as you say, you then got like Randy involved somehow. And it, even though he wins the title, his moment, it doesn't feel as big as it should. It's middle of the show in what, like a nine minute match or something. Yeah, it's really, really, really short. It's not the best match. It doesn't feel like that Daniel Bryan moment. And I think you could have had a, a Daniel Bryan story with Ray. And therefore, maybe that's why a lot of these matches, for me, don't go push the 0.75 five-star territory because it's it's an in, an emotional investment. Like, I like Ray. Yeah. But I'm never like, oh, man, I need to see Ray win this match. Sure. Here. And that would have and been the time they, at Mania it to been. do it. Yeah. And I feel his yeah, whole yeah. WWE run, he's been, like, someone they like, someone they've u- utilized and used, uh, like, put in stuff. But... Never that that real kind of real title chase. I, I think I think it could have worked, but they never really decided to go with that. I, I, I mean, I they, agree. Then we yeah. went back into we went into Cena area, right? So like after 05, it's all Cena, so he was never going to be pushed like that way. So he, he's very secondary champion for sure. I really wish. Look, Randy became the mega heel, saying Eddie Guerrero's in hell and all that stuff. We remember that, and everyone wanted to see Rey Mysterio beat the shit out of him. But Kurt is the champion, so it was just. So backwards, and even me watching that when it was on TV, like, wait a second, no, just do Ray versus Kurt. That's Ray versus right Kurt. there. Just do it. At that point, what? Sorry, Ray. Ray wins. No, Kurt won, wins the SummerSlam match, didn't he? In O two, yeah, yeah. Like, Years I'm just ago. trying to think. Ray's probably got to win over him at that. Yeah, point. yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's that would be the story to do. Yeah, and just have Kurt Angle in. Machine mode being like, no, I would have been a way better match. It would have been such a good match, and people would definitely look. People always talk about Rey Mysterio, it's got to be one of his best moments, but it's just the match itself is like, ah, they they were like gearing up, like, don't worry, it's gonna be like Benoit, Triple H, and Sean at Mania 20. Actually, it's not the main event, and you're getting eight minutes. It's like, well, wait a second, that hasn't that's not good, that's not cool. Also, it 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 didn't feel, and I and I know. I know other fans who who felt this maybe didn't feel quite as organic because it was the Eddie death. Yeah. And, well, let's go with Ray off the back of Eddie. Yeah. You know, rather than just Ray outright getting that fan support we've seen with, like, a Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And then, like, organically getting to that moment. Fair enough. That is, um, that is true, too. Uh, I do remember that he won the title. He had some good stuff. Um, he had a feud where Chavo eventually turns on him, and they had a great little blood feud for uh, like a summer where him and Chavo had some great matches. Uh, Ray became champ again, only to lose to Kane. Ray became champ, WWE champ, for a whole 30 minutes before John Cena beat him, before he went back into his feud with CM Punk. Uh, we mentioned the O5. That, why? Like, why was that a <laughs> yeah, thing? I hated that. That made so much. no sense. It was so weird. Uh, we obviously mentioned Dominic in the 2005 ladder match. Um, we had, oh, we had Rey Mysterio being boys with Batista for a while. And then one time they were both in a match for the title. Batista got real mad that Ray broke up a pinfall, even though it's a fatal four way. So after the match, you're supposed to be my friend. <laughs> Beat the shit out of Rey Mysterio. I, I love that. Um, and then, yeah. And then, like, he disappeared. Oh, got booed for the first time probably ever at the Royal Rumble when yeah. <laughs> everyone thought it was Daniel Bryan. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's kind of dabbled. He had issues that he, he would get 
Um, I know he mentioned in interviews all the time about his knees, his knees, and he was taking stuff for his knees. He got popped for uh, wellness policy stuff, and he eventually just left WWE. He wanted his release. But you're saying all these years later, through all these crazy moments, he eventually makes it back to WWE. He returns at the Rumble, I think, in, oh, in uh, 2018, right? Oh, is that that Rumble? And then he, he doesn't stick around. That's when he goes off and does All In and all these other things, and too. And that was interesting to me as well because I saw Ray return at a Raw after Mania once where it was just kind of a, a mid-card thing. And then he was doing the stuff in the tag team with Sin Cara. He'd wear his T-shirt yeah. to the ring, like that kind of thing. And then when he, he got freed, because it was the free Ray, because they weren't letting him out, came back at the Rumble, looked great. great. Yeah. He'd, he was now back in like the, the like tight tights. Not baggy pants. Not baggy pants. He looked ripped. He was crisp. He was quick. Um, and they put him in the final four. They were like, yeah. he's a big deal, rather than before where he just became a, a mid-carder. Yeah. Um, but then uh, I thought he looked really good at that rumble. I thought he looked really good. It was all in that made me go, holy yeah. shit, man. What, where did he go? Who's his doctors? What kind of baby stem cell research is he putting in his knees? Yeah. Cause I thought he looked insane, but then it wasn't until this feud in WWE in 2019 that I went, holy shit, this guy easily wound back the clock 20 years on his body and career. Cause he had a little, 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 little feud with Andrade. Yeah, it was just kind of a like a match they had. Yep. Like I if I remember correctly, I don't think there was much story. They just were booked in a match against each other mm-hmm. on uh maybe Raw? SmackDown. Well, the one we're talking about is SmackDown. Yeah. I I'm, I kind of remember them being on both. Okay. I might be wrong. Um but yeah, I don't remember much of a story, but then they had this match, which was great, and then they actually started to, yeah. to feud a bit. Well, Rey Mysterio almost broke Twitter because he did a Destroyer, Yeah, and people were like, wait a second, Rey Mysterio's doing Destroyers? What's going on? We can and do then, Destroyers now? And I tuned in, because we love Andrade, obviously, and we I had to watch this match, and I remember watching this on SmackDown and being like, holy, Rey Mysterio should be champion again. Yeah. Uh, so it's SmackDown from January 15th, 2019 at the Legacy Arena in Birmingham, Alabama. And right away, they're just doing some pretty innovative stuff. They're, they're doing the whole kind of monkey flipping around each other yeah. and, and counter for counter very quick. Uh, Andrade finally grounds Ray to slow him down with a headlock. But Ray gets out of it. And I love this bit. Ray charges at him and it looks like he's going to do like something flippy or a drop kick or whatever. And then he just grabs the headlock himself to ground Andrade. Um, Andrade then starts working the arm, has him in this kind of hammerlock, which anything Ray does to get out of it, like he'll, he'll kind of hit a move to get out of it, but Andrade's not letting go at all. Uh, Ray starts to kick at the legs and then hits a springboard with a head scissors to get out of this hold. Uh, There's another head scissors, which sends Andrade into the ropes. But Andrade ducks the 619. He then sets up for the Hammerlock DDT and both start rolling each other up for two counts. Ray is then put up in an electric chair and he tries to counter this by hitting a Rana to Andrade to the floor. But they both stay in their position, like flip to the outside. And then Andrade's on his feet with Ray still in the electric chair, but now on the floor. Really cool here. Wow. And he just turns this into a sit-out powerbomb on the floor. Um, roll back into the ring. 
Uh, Ray goes for the moonsault but gets caught by Andrade, but Ray counters that into a DDT. Uh, Andrade then sends Ray into the turnbuckle and hits the balls to face. Yeah. The, the running knees, the double knees. Andrade then sets Ray up for his stomp, where he, he kind of sets them up in the ropes, draping them. But Ray escapes and shoves Andrade off the top rope and then leaps off the top himself, hitting a Rana off the apron to the floor. Yeah. I mean, this guy's so, running off the ropes. Rana hang, ra- hits the Rana to the outside. Yeah. So hit from the top rope yeah. to the apron what to the, the floor. Looked great. Crazy. Uh, follows up with the seated senton off the top for... Uh, like to the floor. This was off the top of the post yeah. to the outside. Yeah, wow. Remember we were saying about this guy's knees and yeah. now this is 10 years after exactly. the last matches we were talking about. Who the fuck is his doctor? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ray then leaps off the top in the ring but gets met with a drop kick midair. Uh, there's an enziguri from Ray. Uh, Andrade comes with his crazy back elbow, his Judas effect. Yeah. Like, he has the best one. Yeah, it's clocks him. So, like, out of nowhere, just clocks him. Uh, Ray goes for the monkey flip into the Destroyer, which we saw them do in the previous match. But this time Andrade scouted it and hits the Alabama Slam. Uh, then goes up top, does the double moonsault where he, he lands on his feet on the first one, then hits the second one. And then Ray rolls up Andrade. Uh, sorry, does Ray will do the thing where it's, it's like the other guy's giving him a powerbomb, but yeah. he's rolling up them and does this into the Destroyer. Which lost, awesome. lost my mind. Yeah, Ray Mysterio doing a Canadian destroyer is just crazy. But only a two count. Ray then goes to the six one nine, but it gets caught. And then Ray hits a crucifix bomb for a two count. Drop kicks Andrade into the ropes. This time hits the six one nine. Goes up to the top, but Zelina Vega gets on the apron, allowing Andrade to knock Ray off the top and hits the hamlock DDT from the top rope, driving his skull into the mat. And Andrade pins Ray in 20 minutes, 35 seconds. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was hard to kind of pick one which from this feud, but I'd say maybe this is my favorite one from it. Maybe the, the highest rated one, but I remember just them having just a little series of yeah. weekly matches. But this one is the one I think this is my third time watching this specific one. I absolutely love it. It was like Ray Mysterio is like, yo, man, you're, you're like the hot young like Mexican star. I would love to have... A banger with you like you do all this lucha stuff like i'm the king of this let's go yeah. and it's exactly what like andrade is fast and Rey mysterio is in his 40s at this point and he's just as fast and there's so much back and forth uh, i really love andrade's a good base as well yeah, like, he, yeah, he's yeah. bulked up a bit more in aw but we've seen him in like those uh stuff with like death triangle with with exactly Phoenix and yeah. the stuff with darby he's a great base as well uh this this was on my like like uh list of like match of the year almost because i was like this is such an under is when it's on smackdown as we mentioned on this show when it's on like tv you can easily forget about it in a year Mm. or something like that because there's so much other stuff that goes on but uh this was a dream match for me to kind of see these two get to go at it and uh i i think i'm uh, really high on this one i wouldn't say you know five star all-time classic but I'd call me crazy. I'd go four and a half or even a bit more because I, I have watched this twice before and I, I really love it. This is where in the, the conversation of Andrade, why, why did you leave, man? Because you were giving some good opportunities in the beginning because I get for them to just go, hey, have a feud with Rey Mysterio. In my opinion, him and Andrade as a team 
is something I would have like. I always joke about on, on shows the LWO and all mm. this filthy animals reunion. It was with him that I saw it with. I saw Ray and Andrade having like feud, tag run, all this stuff for like a few more years, and that did not happen. But it was this match that really kicked it off for me, where I went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Ray Mysterio's in his forties and looks like that again. Yeah, I. This is where it. We're in that. We, we've, I mean, we've literally just come out of it. The Vince McMahon, like, yeah, 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 now, rematch, yeah. rematch, rematch, and this is the one, one match where, when they announce, oh, they're doing this again, you're never going. Yeah, they did this last week. They every time you go, oh, we're getting to see Andrade and Ray again on SmackDown this week. That's awesome. Yeah, but on the other hand, it's during this era where guys can go out there and give it all this. Do they get a pay-per-view match out of it? No. Do they really even get a story? No. Yeah. Everyone's going, oh, these two are clearly going to have a mask versus hair match or something. Did right. that happen? No. Exactly. And it's... Missed opportunity like, with this these was, two. This was the January, right? You could have taken this to Mania. Yeah. No I th- problem. I thought, I thought no so. No problem. Uh, just just because I, I, like I mentioned, huge Rey Mysterio fan following him since I started watching wrestling. And as soon as Andrade started coming along on TVs and stuff that I'm watching, instantly became a fan of him. I All I wanted to see was them interact and wrestle. And this is when I finally got to see it. So it definitely like, hit for me on some good levels. But it did make me, still watching it today, back. Like, man, there's there could have been a lot there. That money on the table. I, I thought they did a good job, like... Uh, bringing stuff in from their previous match, like they're learning from the previous match, which you don't always see in this sure. rematch and era. The, the following week will be the, they, they rematch again the following SmackDown, and it's a two out of three falls match, which I absolutely love as well. Yeah. So I, I almost wanted to watch both of them today. That's how much I love these matches. Zelina as well is just great as a manager yeah. for Andrade. Like, I, I, I so thought much. the act just, they look money. It's I a just, perfect act, honestly. And I'd say this was one of the first stuff where they're both bringing stuff to the main roster wrestling wise that we haven't really seen on the main roster. We were were seeing this on NXT, but like on a raw or a SmackDown, I think this was the first Mysterio doing it. Canadian destroyer. The, the, like in the previous match, I'm pretty sure that's the first one on the main roster. Yeah. 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 Um, and the, and the, like, uh, the running runners from the inside to the outside. Not a lot of people used to do that in WWE either. Um, yeah, I'm really high on this match. I'd probably go, Four and a half or like four and seven, five. And also to put Andrade over in this, yeah. but not really do anything. It just made no sense. Like Zelina, Zelina helps him win. But yeah, to get Andrade winning this could have cut a promo being like, I beat the king of this shit. Like book me as the next big yeah. star of you know Mexico. Or Such a, a missed opportunity. I think so. Uh, um, yeah, I went four and a half as well. I, I loved it. Um, there's definitely a, a higher star match in there on pay per view with a a proper build. Yeah, I, honestly, I love, love, if, love this. If I had the, the the money to to run the company, if I was booking this shit, it, I would have Rey Mysterio, Andrade, and Santos as your big fucking big three dudes in a faction there, and it would mm. just be money. Uh, I don't yeah. want to see them as a faction. I'd rather see them wrestle. face each other. Yeah, like, I don't like enough. when it's just, oh, you're, you're Latino, let's I, be friends. No, no, I don't like, need that. I just think because they all have, uh, because Santos has dressed, like, worn the Rey Mysterio stuff, has worn the LWO mm. stuff, teasing, like, he's basically saying, I'm a big Rey fan. Why wouldn't you go to that match? But when Andrade and Rey Mysterio, I was not, I don't, I don't watch SmackDown. In 2019, I was not watching mm. SmackDown. But when I heard that match happened, I tuned in. And I would have seen this feud go for a year. And they, they messed it up. But 
Love this match. What was the ratings for this? 4.25 from Meltzer, wow. 8.52 from Cage Match. Uh, yeah, I'd be higher. Yeah, I'm very, very higher on this one, definite. And then we're throwing in a, uh, a really recent match just to kind of see Ray in current day WWE with who we got today, the big names. So this happened just last October. It was a ladder match on the season premiere of Raw on October 25th, 2021, the Toyota Center, Houston, Texas, uh, ladder match to determine number one contender. And it was Ray versus Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I have watched this. Uh, I watched it today, but um, wouldn't say it's the most Rey Mysterio match because there are four There's people four in, people it, but, in yeah. it. Uh, but it's it's pretty fun. You start with Ray and Finn going at it. Uh, Finn drop kicks him in the face. Owens just starts taking out everyone with the ladder. Uh, what I enjoyed is it cuts backstage to Biggie watching the TV, and he's clearly taking the piss because he's doing the sideways stand. Yeah, but he's doing it over the other shoulder, so it looks even <laughs> more awkward. <laughs> he's just standing next to the TV. Um, KO power bombs Finn on top of a ladder. Seth then flies off the top, going for the stomp, but Owens catches him with a super kick. Uh, KO then goes for the Swanton onto Seth on the ladder, but Seth moves. It's a lot of KO just bumping on the ladders in this match. Uh, there's a buckle bomb to Owens, uh, but he comes back with a super kick to Seth. Uh, Owens starts climbing. This is where Rey Mysterio goes after him. Um, a bit later, KO gets the table out. Uh, Seth takes out both Finn and Owens with a suicide dive. Uh, but Ray comes in with the wheelbarrow bulldog to Seth. Uh, Owens goes for a pop-up powerbomb to Ray, but Ray counters it with a Rana and then goes for the 619, but Seth sweeps the legs. And then this is probably the, the kind of coolest Ray Mysterio bit in the yeah. match. Uh, Ray hits a 619 to the outside, but into the ladder, into Kevin Owens, yeah. which I thought looked really cool. And then to top that, Hits his seated senton, but onto the ladder, just squashing Owens. A great and, little se se segment, yeah. segment there, yeah. Uh, Finn then hits a topek on Hilo, taking everyone out. Ray starts to climb, but Rollins tips it over. Uh, there's the sling blade from Balor to Rollins. Super kick from KO to Finn. A Pele kick from Finn. The seated senton from Ray. And then Owens just counters Arana from Ray, just dumping him on his face. Um, there's a stunner to Finn and then Ray uh, and Owen start to fight on the floor. Ray goes for another Rana, but they're right by this table and Owens just power bombs him through it, starts to climb, but Rollins catches him. Uh, Seth counters the power bomb and backdrops Owens through a ladder on the floor. Now Finn starts to climb, but gets dragged down by Seth and Seth hits the stomp uh, to win the ladder match, climbing the top and getting the contract in 22 minutes, 15 seconds. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm kind of burnt out on ladder matches, but I wanted to kind of see Ray mixing up with these guys. And again, being at his stage in his career, yeah. hitting seated sentons on ladders and stuff like that, I thought was uh, pretty cool. The 619 spot was the highlight of this for me, for sure. Uh, I wasn't at that high on it. I'm not like the the wrestling. It did feel like a contrived ladder match for me with the four of them. Um, I love all these wrestlers, but um, it didn't it didn't quite get into one of the better ladder matches on Raw. Like I wouldn't nope. even, I wouldn't give it a four. I'd probably go like three stars or something. But 
um, it was cool to see Rey Mysterio tangle with these guys. Yeah, I went I went three point seven five. Uh, in hindsight, probably wouldn't have put this on the list, but just kind of wanted to see a bit of current day. You know uh, what Ray. I liked? Current day Ray that Brock feud. Like the match the was feud, all right. The feud was really fun. Yeah, the match was okay. It was fun. Dominic hitting the six one nine, right? I yeah. Think, or something. Again, like. you could have done more in the match with a yeah. lot of these Brock matches. I yeah, feel. the but feud was really the feud cool. was good, and yeah. that was the highest Ray's been in recent memory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this ladder match, I went I went three point seven five. It was fine. I remember it getting a bit of buzz around the time, and yeah. I didn't watch it, so I did want to check it out. And it's just. Owens takes like five ladder bumps. Yeah, on he doesn't this. care. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't care. Yeah. Um. And the fact that Seth had that Hell in a Cell match with Edge, like in Saudi Arabia, about three days before this ladder match, oh, okay. is pretty impressive gotcha. for him. Uh. But yeah, this is definitely the weakest of the matches we talked about. I think. But uh. But it's it's still crazy the fact that Rey Mysterio coming back all these years later with his new baby stem cell knees or whatever in ladder matches, it, like, yeah. Dude, like, how are you even doing that? Uh, and then, like, I, you know, people giving Dominic shit here and there. He should be in NXT. He should be trained in a different way, obviously. But um, he's making money on main roster. When he won the titles with Dominic, that's always cool. Winning titles, dad and son winning tag titles. What a great moment yeah. as well. But I'm waiting for Ray to kick him to the curb, become a filthy animal again. Dominic <laughs> can train uh, down in down in NXT, but. I mean, he's had a, a pretty crazy career throughout uh, WWE. One last thing before we get to some feedback and tell our matches. What are some of your favorite Rey Mysterio gear that he's worn? Because, man, he's had some crazy ones. I I really like the Daredevil one. That's WrestleMania 19. It yeah. kind of was a bit of a, like, it. Caught, you mentioned the horns, the horns. earlier. Yeah, it was yeah, a nice yeah. callback to that. And just it's... Yeah, that, that Ben Affleck Daredevil costume is pretty cool. It looks sick. I, that's probably my favorite one, too. I loved him. He had he did The Flash. Yeah. Uh, he did Batman at one time. The Joker one was more famous, the WrestleMania Joker one. Yeah, I, I'm just over people being the Joker. That was a long time ago, though. That was like fucking It was still, what year ago. is that? When he was the Joker? Yeah. That was like... Did he just give his gear to Penta after? <laughs> <laughs> no, he wore like more of like like a mask with like hair and yeah. stuff on it. Um, he's done different Spider-Man ones. Obviously, the Halloween Havoc one from '97 is iconic. Um, Captain America. I'm looking up all these different ones he did. At All In, he was Wolverine. Oh, that was cool. That one looked pretty badass. I did like his. I mean, it wasn't kind of cosplaying anything, but I did really like his Royal Rumble return. Just the black and the gold tights. I thought he just looked. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I feel like he doesn't need to do some of these costumes just because the creativeness from his own. His, like, his you know. gear in the Andrade match is pretty cool. He's got the mohawk Yeah, yeah. Uh, with that one. Okay, we went to this show, WrestleMania 35, when he's dressed as Mysterio. Yes. <laughs> that one's pretty funny, considering his name is Mysterio. Uh, I, don't, I don't like when he wears the singlet on top. Yeah, uh, I get it. Okay, I, I've got a weird thing. Like, If I'm used to seeing you with your top off, you need to keep your top off. Fair. Yeah. Uh, the worst one, though, is when he wore the Silver Surfer. It, he just covered himself in silver paint. It was like, he, dude, what are you doing? He was wearing, in the, in the last <laughs> couple of years, well, this gear that just looked like he was wearing a thong. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. weird. But, yeah. he, but, but they usually hit. And it used to be such a thing every year at WrestleMania. Like, okay, what's he dressing as? What's he going to dress as? And then he came dressed up as, uh, uh, what's the new movie coming out? Avatar? 
Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, oh, what are you doing? Why are you dressed as an avatar, man? <laughs> it looked all right. I thought he looked all right. It looked all right. Uh, his, his gear in that ladder match was pretty cool yeah. as well, like the, the Mexican. His gear now gear. looks cool. And I love his tattoos. He looks like such a cool dude. Well, uh, I think it's time to decide which is the best match, Jess. Yeah. I mean, I went into this being like, it has to be my favorite one from him has to be the one with Jericho. Cause I really remember loving that. But then I watched the Andrade one today. I was like, man, that's pretty good, but I'm going to stick to my guns. I think the bash 2009 Jericho versus Ray, they just had some, some great chemistry there. Um, the story was really good. Jericho's just such a good bad guy. Ray is always such a good baby face. It just worked. And the, the finish with the double mask is, pretty creative and pretty funny so i i I think that's my favorite Rey mysterio in wwe match uh i mean i would say my favorite is the tag yeah um disclaimer again that match is fucking good that's his best match but if we're talking singles solo stuff uh i think chris jericho it's between that and the andrade one um but i think the jericho one is a bit maybe a bit more substantial it feels like a proper feud a proper like pay-per-view match uh part of a big story and both absolutely deliver. Uh, so, yeah, I'd go Jericho versus Rey Mysterio from the bash. Yeah, I think we both kind of think that, uh, agree on that. I mean, I can't wait till we do non-WWE because I will tell you, that is, will be a harder show to pick because he's got some of my favorite matches are some stuff he's done with Psychosis in uh, ECW and and then anything from his WCW, Jericho, Dean Malenko, Liger, he's had some matches with. There's a, a crazy list there, so I, I am excited to eventually do a a two parter here about Ray. But this, I felt like this was the hardest show to do because we. I sat down today and my homework was okay. Let's watch the best of Ray Mysterio, and all that comes to mind are like all those old ones that yeah. I just ran through all the time. So not trashing his WWE career because he definitely was brought to the forefront. I think that's why he is one of the most, if not the most, famous luchador because. Being put on TV by WWE does a lot for you. You become famous. People see you on TV. So become like a luchador and kind of get that exposure over there. Before a lot of other things, you instantly become just the the guy. And for doing it for over 20 years, 20 years in WWE, in and out, is is pretty impressive. So uh, no wonder he is known to many, many people around the world. But we do have some feedback. We do. Uh, I wrote on the the Patreon and no one wrote in. So I wrote in on the Facebook group (laughs) and a few people wrote in here. So I'm going to read some from Magan who writes in. I really like the HBK Ray match from SmackDown in 2010. In addition, Ray versus Morrison in 2009 on SmackDown, in my opinion, is one of his best TV matches I've ever seen. And despite word getting out of his suspension, they put on a clinic and it's the first time I can recall WWE match getting a this is awesome chant. The IC title during that period was booked so well during Ray's tenures with that title. Oh, so I guess he dropped it because he was going to serve a bonus. Okay, interesting. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. We go to Scrump who says... I remember his match with John Morrison on SmackDown, where he dropped the title due to suspension being really fun. The mania with he and Eddie is also one I go back and rewatch frequently. At Over the Limit 2010, he and Punk had a good match that was made even better with the storyline going into it that included Punk making Aaliyah cry as he sang oh, yeah. Happy Birthday to Oh, him. yeah. Evil Punk making Aaliyah. What's with wrestlers going after Ray's kids? <laughs> Ray, like, after it happened once, don't bring your kids to yeah. work. Uh, yeah, I remember that. We also have Derek who writes in saying the Undertaker versus Ray from the Royal Rumble 2010, 
uh, was a good match. I think we may have talked about that one. Actually, yeah, I, I watched it for yeah. that show. I don't think we went into it's a quite a short match from yeah. what I remember, but they do a lot. And then Cameron Starr writes in saying he likes the Extreme Rules match between Ray and Jericho from 2009. All right. his favorite. Nice. So a little bit of that all over the board yeah. there for some, some Ray Mysterio there. But, uh, yeah, good stuff, Ray Mysterio. Thank you so much for listening to us chat about Ray Mysterio. Did we cover your favorite matches from his WWE career? Let us know if we missed anything. Let us know if you agree, disagree, comment on the show. You know where to tweet us and comments and all that stuff. We love all the input. We will do a part two one day, and I'm super excited to do it. Um, as far as best match ever goes, I'm not sure where the, when the next one is, but we will be. We've got a few things lined up, but all not right. confirmed yet. Excellent. So we, the, the hits will keep on coming and coming. We got a whole other bunch of shows working on the September schedule and so forth. And, well, we could not do this Patreon without you, our patrons. So thank you, thank you, thank you very, very much. We love you. So, so much. We cannot say thanks enough. And shout out Rey Mysterio. What a year. 20 years of the man in the mask. The, the, the man of the 619. What's his, what's his name? The leader of the... It's Rey Mysterio. He doesn't have like... Uh, like <laughs> The greatest mask of all time. I, yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, he's a legend. He'll always be a legend. And so are you. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And booyaka booyaka 619. Ahoy!